History. You're looking at shit. Like, is that all history is? Is it just what we can hold? Like, like before I get even too horned up about that, I have a whole PowerPoint about what is history and how do we do it and where did it come from. So yeah, we should probably. But 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 we do. We have other things on our on our uh, agenda. Other things we want to talk about. And so I don't know. Just ironically, it's still history. Yeah, but... it, it is. It is. And also probably has the has as much, if not. The same amount of footing as Ancient Aliens does, so. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> now that I've already, like, talked shit about History Channel for, like, it's all bullshit and junk science. Yeah. Let's talk about fucking Christmas goblins. <laughs> <laughs> See, but you and I, we're just two wizards sitting in our wizard's tower. So, yes, we are. So I think, like, what's expected of us is much different than something that's on, like, cable cable tv or maybe it's the opposite maybe cable tv is now the super low bar and we two wizards um doing our thing maybe that's maybe that's where the real maybe that's yeah where's our like so, the so, learning channel? so we're either gonna lose or gain integrity after we hit a certain amount of popularity yeah that like is like right now we're two wizards and we've got like a sort of integrity about our, I guess you could call it journalism, and that we, you know, look mm-hmm. into sources and, res- and research stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when we, it. like, we actually try now, but then when we get famous, we'll just, like, shoo it yeah. in, and it'll be like, uh-oh, who's that at the door? And it'll just become, like, a weird radio morning zoo with yeah. sound effects and shit. And, <laughs> oh, it's Gershon. What's Gershon doing? Yeah, it's oh, Gershon. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Oh, check it out. Ludmilia's here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, wow, wow. That's too fun. Yeah. Okay, fuck it. I want to do that. I don't want to do this research yeah. bullshit anymore. <laughs> I mean, oh. yeah. We just, like, no, that's where that's we're going to end up. being a wizard is you learn stuff. And I actually did learn something, so, mm-hmm. this week. I'm excited, but, yeah. So yeah, let's start this off properly, I guess. We are two wizards. Mm-hmm. This is the Two Wizards Podcast. I am Mark, and I'm a wizard. And I am Josh, and I'm a wizard. Yeah, as Josh said, we're here in our wizard's tower, and we're going to talk about some weird stuff, but before that, we have some business to attend to, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, have, we have week two of the uh, 12 Drinks of Christmas Challenge. Yes, I think uh, week one was a great success, even though we, we both um, were kind of testing our resilience uh, with all that eggnog, but at least for me, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm still up and moving, and sounds like you are as well. So, uh, so yeah, even with all the success that week one was, I'm, I'm also very much looking forward to week two, and I, and I think we have a real um, kind of delightful uh, spread here this time around. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I think I started last time. Do you want to go and give us your list real quick? Sure, of course, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of continuing the, the sort of um, uh, guidelines that we set up before. I have I have one beer uh, and I have a shot. And then I have a, a another drink, uh, another potable of, of sorts um, that, I'll, that I'll get into here in a minute. Uh, but for right now... The beer that I have is, and actually now that I'm thinking about it, two out of these three are um, Columbus locals. So hey, good, good for me. Oh, uh, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so my beer is uh, another holiday. This is a this is a spiced holiday ale from Wolf's Ridge Brewing 
here in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, Wolf's Ridge does does really good stuff. I've been to their uh, kind of brew, brewery, uh, eatery place um, many times. They do really, really good stuff. And um, yeah, this uh, their spiced holiday ale, 7.5%. They say, uh, our gift to you is a slice of home when many of us may not be able to safely travel to be with extended family. This version of the winter warmer used the finest spices to create an air of the familiar and celebration in every glass. Because, uh, yeah, they, they, they have the uh, another kind of beer on tap, the winter warmer. And this is their, I guess, kind of dressed up version of that. Um, so I have okay. that. And then this other special drink that I have is a nice uh, glass of mead. That's right, the mm. kind of honey wine, honey beer, whatever. And this is from Brothers Drake Meadery, also here in uh, Ohio. I think uh, Worthington, which is kind of like a suburb of Columbus. Um, and specifically, I have their Wild Ohio uh, blend. They have they have a couple of different ones. They have like they have like an apple pie one. They have a, um, a PBJ like a, yeah P, PB and J one. But I, I I figured like you know I'll just I'll just kind of go with um, with this. And this uh, yeah says a traditional mead made with Ohio wildflower honey, light and delicate, but not without attitude because that's that's what I want in a mead. Uh, and and they Cause, say because it's still the nineties, man. Yeah, it's still the nineties. Extreme It's just a Viking like <laughs> with a tie on because yeah. he still has to be the corporate Viking. Yeah. He's got his you know Viking horn helm on. Yeah, and he, face tattoo. When I get off work, I can't smash coworker, but can smash this me <laughs> scorn. Yeah, and so it, and and rips this off does. his tie. And... Yeah, so, so yeah, I I would guess this is their kind of flagship. Well, it says our uh, it says that this Wild Ohio uh, blend is our mission statement in a bottle. So here you go, Brothers Drake Meadery flagship product, Wild Ohio Mead. Um, and then I think we both have the same kind of cocktail shot. So maybe I'll let you. I'll I'll defer to you to have the honors of. Uh, describing this thing so those are my oh, other two yeah. drinks that we have the yeah. same kind of shot so so yeah mark what do you have with you uh, uh tonight well so almost like we pre-planned it like i know we did mm-hmm. i have a um i have a beer um a secondary potable and a shot so i've got pike so from pike's peak brewing co i have devil's head red ale the only thing Christmassy about it is the can is red, but perfect. No, whatever. That works. That it, works. It was literally I. I get horned up for red ales, and I saw it, and I just I had to. Yeah, this is what um, I also. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, no go ahead, go ahead. I, I was gonna say like you know what works for you, and you stick to it, and that doesn't mean to say that you don't experiment and try other things. But yeah, like you you know what works, and that's that's totally fine. Well, the long and short story of it is, I got all horned up today because we went to the lick, we went to the springs or whatever, and I you can't get meat in Alamosa, so we were gonna make a dedicated trip to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. And so I was all horned up, and I found this one. It was like, oh, they've got the widest selection of beer I've ever seen. They didn't have anything. <laughs> they had fucking nothing. It was like fourteen different like. It was all. The, it was the same shit I can get like at City Market. Right. It was their Sam Adams variety pack. It was all the dumb shit. Lame. But then they did have this stuff from Pikes Peak Brewing, and I was like, "Well, this is something that I've never had, at least, and it's a red ale." Yeah. And it's red, so like, you know, the can is red, so I'm gonna say that it counts. And yeah, we, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, totally. 
And then um, I also have some mead. I have from Big Lost Meadery in... Where's this guy from? Handcrafted and bottled by Big Lost Meadery in Gillette... Or, yeah, Gillette, Wyoming. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is... Uh, I don't know. Wild Man OTS Mead with Hops. So, they we'll know on that one. And then for the shot... We are going back, we are, you, you talk about, you know, last week we talked a lot about tradition and Christmas mayhem, and one tradition we had was getting hammered on Thursday nights in college, but... <laughs> the old Thirsty Thursday, well, a, as we call it. Thir- thirsty Thursday, but once upon a time, a good friend of ours, the three of us, we decided to get into some wizard alchemy, mm-hmm. and we created maybe, I think, the perfect holiday shot. It was during the Christmas show rehearsals... I, what was it? We were out of everything except for like the weird elements of liquor, right? It was yeah, it like, was it was just a little of this, a little of that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It was we had like months before stocked up and had the full complement, uh, and then yeah, like having drained most of the staples, had a little of this, little of that, and um, it was December. Times were getting bleak. Like yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, so we had to mix it, and what we came up with was. Um, Bailey's Irish Cream, Creme de Menthe, and Vanilla Vodka. And you mix those in equal parts in a shaker, shake over ice, and it gives you this weird neon green colored drink. At least mine's neon green. And we named it after our theater professor. It's called The Taylor. Because it's Christmas in a shot, and it's just a little thing, but it packs a lot of punch. Yeah, it's a little... I think was the. I think that was the mean reason we gave it for naming it The Taylor. Well, yeah, it's, but... a, it's this little tiny sweet um kind of mischievous little little guy and um and yeah but it also packs a punch and it packs a punch too so um yeah and uh uh listeners at home in your own wizard's towers uh yeah but by all means give this one a try give this uh yeah so like like mark was saying it's equal parts baileys creme de menthe and vanilla vodka and uh, actually, as I was gathering those very in- ingredients um, from one of the stores here, I was uh, talking to the guy in the liquor store, and he was kind of giving me not like the side eye, but he's like, you, "You got a weird look when you have vanilla vodka, crème de menthe, and Bailey's." Yeah, and, and so I was I- I- explaining to him in brief kind of the whole thing, but I did not want to reveal that this was already like a pre-arranged thing I, I just said like oh yeah like a buddy of mine he he had this idea so we're trying it out and so the guy was trying to tell me like the importance of coming up with a good name and so he was he was throwing out things like uh oh you could call this like a like an irish candy cane or a irish uh sugar cookie or whatever and i was like oh yeah no haha yeah we'll have to think about that even though like fully in the back of my mind it's like no this is this is the this is the tailor and Maybe a uh, humble liquor store uh, cashier. Maybe you'll pick up on some ideas and run with it. But for me, this is this is what it is. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so oh, and 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 point of order. Oh yes, point yeah. Of order. Sprinkle it with cinnamon. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Of course, just a little, just a that's little touch the, of that. That's the biggest one. Yeah, like you gotta have a little. Not the, God, what is it with us and putting cinnamon on drinks? It it just well, uh, maybe it is. Well, because that was also with the Great White Buffalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's damn it, it's okay to like cinnamon. It's it, it's okay. I was I was trying to I, I I had someone trying to convince me that like uh, cinnamon has all these other I guess sort of like superfood benefits, and it's like oh it does this and it lowers your 
body's acidity or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, cool, but I also like how it tastes. <laughs> I just like the taste of cinnamon. It doesn't have to be some wonder cure either. It could, yeah, it doesn't have to be like some altruistic thing. Just you, you, you like it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, do we? Where are you thinking about starting? Because we do have three, three very good options here. I think we got to start with the beer. Okay. Okay. Because I don't. I want to save the mead for. I, I got a bit I want to do with the mead. Oh, okay. That's why I said we ought to do the mead tonight. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, cool. Do you want to do the Do you want to do the Taylor first? Or do you want to drink a beer first? I'm I, I'm I'm maybe kind of leaning ever so slightly towards um, doing the Taylor and, and then having having my beer to kind of sip on and not exactly chase, yeah. but yeah, just kind of like sip on and chase after that. So so maybe maybe that's what if 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 that's fine with you. No, yeah, it's fine with me. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Well, let's uh, down this Taylor there, buddy. All Cheers. Right, well, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. I think that I am a different man than I was in 2009. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that I have grown. I think that I have changed. <laughs> but I also sort of think that one thing that hasn't changed in me is my love of bad tasting drinks. Because <laughs> I don't know if that was good or not. Yeah. But God damn it, it felt right. No, I... To be fair, I think the last time I actually had one of those was back in 2009. So I just like... I just got like liver I just punched. Went back. Yeah, I just got liver punched. Oh man! Eleven years to the past, um, <laughs> and then yet I'm also kind of like living in both timelines, in parallel. So, um, but no. Oh man, yeah. You're gonna like. You're gonna see you waving to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like. Some... And then in 2009, in David's kitchen, you're gonna see out of the corner of your eye you yeah. waving to you. And I'm going to appear to me as a force ghost because, like, that's how I'm <laughs> interpreting time flow. And now that I think about it, I can't say that I don't remember not seeing the projected image of me now, mm -hmm. 2020, Mark. I don't know, man. Yeah, th that's there's that's a whole a yeah, like, uh, and not to not to derail us completely, but you've heard of that whole um, uh, the whole concept of the shadow people, right? Oh, buddy. So yeah. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say that um, 2009, between rounds of beer pong, seeing something out of the corner of my eye, maybe that's Josh from uh, 2020, like, peeping through the veil of time and saying, like, hey, uh, things will be okay, um, and I have some real good stock tips for you, and then the veil shuts shuts close again, and I never actually hear, never actually hear what I was going to say. <laughs> but wait! Who's the president in 2021? And then, that, then from the background, you hear, we don't know yet, kid. Yeah. And then it echoes out. And, <laughs> and then you and me are standing in the kitchen. The fuck was that? What was that? I don't yeah. know, man, but something to, do you see those guys? They look pretty rugged. Yeah. 2020 something pretty bad. Weird, yeah. There's some weird stuff in this uh, Georgia moon here. I don't know if I want to drink this anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a deep, that's a deep magic. That's, that's a, deep, a deep, deep magic. Deep, we, dark magic. Magic we do not speak the name of. <laughs> we do not speak the name Unless we call down powers from not we know where. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Yeah. That was, that was a, All right. Any, anyway, anyway, back at the ranch. Back now that we've ranch. had our tailor, now that we're good and liquored up. Yeah. I want to talk about, we're, we, I, we started December off with some kind of scary stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I kind of think I'm going to continue the theme of scary, but a more timid and mild scary. It's Christmas time, and I wanted to do a whole episode on the idea of, like, the magical little people. And I mean elves, I mean gnomes, I mean dwarves. And then I found this rabbit hole and I kicked, or I found a hornet's nest that I kicked as hard as I could. <laughs> and come to find out, that thing was full of angry idea bees. And their stingers were more than my brain could handle. So we're just going to talk about two types okay. today okay. in particular. Yeah. I think, Josh, I think I might be at the bottom of something that I'm afraid of. Uh-oh. Because I don't, know if it, I don't know if it's real. I don't even know if it can... I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I think I might be at the bottom of something, but it's going to take a lot more um, looking into to see about. So if, just for today, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, we, we're going to talk about elves. Baby, let's talk <laughs> about you and me. We build those presents in the North Pole. God damn it, we sang again. <laughs> I sang this time. It's, it's Trying to get better about that. No, like, I think that's almost a part of it. Like, it, I think it's almost getting to the point where it's like, if we aren't singing at least once in each episode, <laughs> then... We're yeah, we're losing some of that um, kind of magic. So no, that that's to- totally fine. Totally fine. Fair enough. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about elves, and in particular, we're gonna talk about. Well, let's start. Let's start with. Let's start with elves. Josh, if when I say elf, what do you think of when I say elf? Uh, well, what comes to mind? Yeah. Well, I I kind of and it it doesn't have to be Christmas. Okay, sure. give me your yeah. non Christmas elf, mm-hmm. and then give me your Christmas answer too. Like I think yeah. that's the easiest way to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So elf generally. Is um, this a humanoid creature? Um, yeah, I guess in short, kind of like the like the Tolkien um, sort of high elf, you know, like kind of kind of kind of spindly and pointed ears and very youthful looking, even though they may be like hundreds of years older or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, lives in the forest, in the trees, and all that. Kind of, kind of secretive, kind of elitist, um, skilled in, skilled in like knowledge and music, and they can shoot a bow and yeah. So that that's that's kind of like my general. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot mm-hmm. of people would come up, with, especially now with like in our post uh, Warcraft era. Yeah. We're like, I think we definitely have a, a larger cultural grasp on like. If I say dark elf, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If I say, if I say, you know, or you, you know, just like you can talk about elves and you can like, well, there's like D and D elves and there's Warcraft elves and there's Skyrim elves and but we all, it's all the same kind. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. What we're talking about. Yeah, uh, the like yeah. kind of post Tolkien, post Peter Jackson, um, post Peter Jackson. I think that's I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah, but and and that includes things like yeah, like Warcraft and. Um, uh, Warhammer and the Elder Scrolls, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Or like Magic: The Gathering, Magic Elves the are Gathering. a big part of it, mm-hmm. they, and it's all, but it's all the same thing. It's you know, yeah, it's the same very, kind of archetype. Very sharp featured, pointy ears. They live in the forest. Yeah, that mm-hmm. most of them are seen with a bow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then okay, yeah, and, and then at least like if I if I um, narrow my attention to like Christmas Elf, yeah, I, uh, I, I, my immediate kind of thoughts are like. Uh, smaller, um, smaller, but also still kind of like, yeah, I, I guess kind of pointy ears and youthful. But but then again, like, because I, I know there's also kind of a, like a bit of a debate with like, are Santa's elves, yeah, the, the sort of like sprite 
um, kind of like fairy pixie kind of elves that are like little kids? Or are they the more mm-hmm. kind of grizzled, like, I guess more gnome or troll um, kind of like, like, like those, those types of elves? Um, like the cobbler, the, 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 yeah. shoe, the shoe cobbler's elves who make the shoes for him. Like, yeah, like the pointy red hat. and Right, right, right. And, yeah, beards yeah. and, yeah, almost sort of a, a Snow White and Seven Dwarves kind of thing. Um, and, oh, man, I don't know. Because it also just depends on the depiction. Like, you have a movie like um, the old stop-motion Rudolph. And all the elves, or mm-hmm. most of the elves, yeah, the kind of like little kid-looking ones, with I guess some kind of m- more adult-looking elves, um, versus yeah, something like in like Elf with Will Ferrell, or um, like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Those are also kind of youthful ones. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So yeah. okay, no, that's, it does yeah, seem that's to be cool. one or like, the other. Yeah, it does seem to be one or the other. Yeah. Of those. Well, yeah. So let's go ahead and. Um crack this case mm. and when i do that i'm gonna cleverly open my oh good idea <laughs> all right yeah. so starting off with elves um so elf is a just so just starting with the word elf it's a germanic word and it's sort of a catch-all term for satan wait in in like germanic english tradition wait what and at first yeah, okay, so check this out. So, so number one, you got to understand, in the way back when, we're talking about 900, like mm-hmm. the year 900, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So number one, um, the idea of Satan as we think of him now, like this, you know, great force that's controlling the lives of all things around us, it wasn't It wasn't that. There, mm-hmm. there, there wasn't that. There was just God. God is all-powerful. And Satan exists as kind of a guy to ruin your day. Mm-hmm. So anything that was satanic or could ruin your day was just kind of lumped in under the blanket term of elf. Oh, okay. And that became any type of demon or fairy and it and that allowed that kind of idea to spread throughout all these, you know, Germanic folklore um these these Germanic folk people <laughs> and so they can just adopt anything to it, right? Mm. Yeah, so then and then you have on the other side of the coin a guy named Snorri Sturluson. He wrote ah. the um Eda, uh, oh, oh, I can't say the word right. Eda Poeta? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. yeah, the, the poetic Eda. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. In the, uh, 12th, in the, uh, 13th century. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like all of Icelandic mythology. And he talks about two realms of elves. And, and to him, the elves are just a different race of man. Like, he talks about the world tree, Yisgadril. He talks about, like, the nine realms and, like, there's, you know, Jotunheim, the land of the giants, and there's Midgard, the land of men, and all that good stuff, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the Isafar, which are the light elves, and the Dokafar, which are the dark elves. And these are just two types of people, right, that live alongside everybody in Iceland on any given Sunday, but you just don't see them because they live in a different realm than yours, but they're still right there in front of your face. Mm, okay. And it's real weird because it seems like the northern traditions definitely accepted the idea of elves more readily, but they don't look at them so much as, like, points of evil as they're just literally just another group of people that live alongside them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... And it's funny you get to... You say, like, J.R.R. Tolkien, because he sort of wrote this weird archetype for elves, and it seems like they're not. It seems like elves aren't these tall, fair beings. A lot of depictions of them, you'd think they're more, like, goblin type creatures they're small 
they're shitty, they exist to kind of ruin your day, and a lot of the things that I found were that elves just are there to be jerks. They're not going to do anything real bad, like, they're not going to drop a rock on you, Right. but they will block the door so you trip over something. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's <laughs> it's a mild force of menace. It, it, it's a bully. They're just little bullies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like... The tradition continues on. Um, one of the big, one of the fun ones I found was something called the Elf Shot, and it's an Anglo-Saxon, or it's like from the Anglo-Saxon tradition, and it's anytime one of your animals gets sick or something, or you have an unexplained pain, it's straight up an elf has a bow and he's shooting. <laughs> well, that's... But then even that kind of makes me think of Cupid, like he shoots you with the arrow and you fall in love. Mm-hmm. So, well, or or even there's all these magic bows everywhere, just like afflicting you with injury. Yeah, or the uh, the uh, very famous opening to the Iliad, uh, that that Greek epic poem. There's there's all the Greeks um, encamped on the shore there, and they've pissed off Apollo, and so he's sending a plague to them, and it's described as him shooting shooting arrows down on them. So yeah, there does seem to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 that also seems to be a kind of a common way of describing all these aches and pains that you can't really explain otherwise. It's like, ah, just some son of a bitch is shooting me with a bow. <laughs> yeah, and then, but even, and there's even little things like, you know, you have long hair. You know when you wake up in the morning, your hair's tangled Oh up? my God, yeah. Yeah, it's called an elf lock. The elves do it while you're sleeping. <laughs> and let me tell you, with my curly half-Greek fro, it gets real bad in the mornings. Like, I gotta comb that bad Larry out. Yeah. It's those, it's those goddamn elves, Josh, I'm telling you. Yeah, it, well, and, and that's even like, um, that's reminding me of the, oh, who are those yokai? Like the little dudes who just make noise all night. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The the house-settling demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. like yeah, a, Or spirits, yeah. Yeah, just a similar thing where it's like any little thing, like you stub your toe or um, your coffee's too cold or, or, or even hell, like a... Um, like a gremlin in World War Two that would mess up with their planes or whatever. Be like, ah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. engine pressure is a little low. Ah, these damn gremlins. So, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. And then cut to find out the gremlins actually were part of the Luftwaffe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, dude, Hitler was way into the occult. This, we yeah. know this. It's a fact. It's established. Mm-hmm. It's Who's to say that he can't be, like, going to the, like... The, the German elves in the Black Forest and oh if you help me take out these planes I'll give you lots of chocolate yeah <laughs> yeah 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 my fear yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't know they don't they don't care like yeah right right, right. they 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 just do like so long as they get their little bar of chocolate and their stein of beer yeah then they're help then they're happy yeah yeah so um going going along this line elves are kind of just like a bad luck jerkwad demon thing right mm-hmm. not necessarily bad but they're not they're not good news. And I'm about to blow your mind because you even said it when you mentioned that elves are, are like, thinner. Mm-hmm. And you know why elves are thinner, Josh? Uh-uh. Why? It's because they're so often associated with illness and, like, pestilence. So, like, oh. they literally take up, like, so it's the elf shot that made my cow not produce milk. My chickens died because of the elf shot, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're blaming this on, and so in in, in the in the traditions, these elves, these little gremlins, take on a, a thin, like sickly appearance. Dang, that did, no, yeah. that makes that makes a that, that makes a whole lot of sense. Cause yeah, cause it is. It's like yeah, and no, no wonder that 
these guys are causing so much mischief because they're they're making all the they're in all sorts of pain and hurting anyway, and so they just want to spread spread their their misery. Misery loves company. Yeah, and this is where misery loves company, and this is where my hornet's nest got kicked because I started looking at different types of like small people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you have, like, Tommyknockers in German folklore, but then they're also in American minor folklore, yeah. right? Yeah, uh-huh. Just these little dudes inside of the mines knocking. Germans also have kobolds, which are a kind of elf goblin thing that poison the ground, and they create cobalt. That's where cobalt gets its no, name. Sh- it's all this weird shit. Cause, but one thing that you kind of find out is that these things live inside the earth. Yeah. And as yeah. I was looking into it, it's like, so humans, we are meant to be on top of. Mm-hmm. Then the angels and, like, God... God lives up top. God's in heaven. Mm-hmm. The sky is good. That's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Humans are between heaven and God and the ground, right? Yeah. But then there's an entire separate race, and they all live under the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing that I kept coming back to with this. And that's like, that's when my hornet's nest got kicked, and that's when I think I'm onto something. But, yeah. And then, like, a final point that I want to make about this that I think is really fun is... So people across, like, all of Europe were so freaked out by elves that they made a charm against it. And that charm is just a five-pointed star. It's just a pentagram. Oh, okay. So anytime you see a pentagram on, or, or not, a, it's not a pentagram because it's just the five-pointed star. You know, it's not in the circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll see that on old buildings, on churches, all this old shit. It's in pictures, and it's like, well, why is this five-pointed star? Bam, because it's an elf ward. They don't like the symbol. Mm, okay. So you use that. It's the same way that, you know, Dracula's afraid of a cross. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. Well, and and that's even something like I've been I've been kind of getting not not a whole lot into um yeah, kind of like like s- symbolism and um like especially like kind of inscripting stuff cuz cuz this is something yeah. this is something else that I kind of need to remind myself um of that that like our crazy high literacy rates like we think nothing mm-hmm. about we see you know tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of, of words a day and like think think mm-hmm. nothing of it but to like a pre-literate society where like only a very, like literally only a handful of people in a community would know how to read and write like 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 that it like seeing those symbols seeing these like letters or like phonemes or whatever yeah you imagine like, oh, that's 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 something really like important, and it, of course, um, doing it a certain way can like keep keep certain spirits away and stuff like that too. So so as as quick as some people may be to to dismiss the whole like, oh, look at these silly like uh, people living in Denmark in the year nine hundred, like scratching stars uh, to to keep the elves away it's like no but because 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 we live in a literate society and we take reading and writing for granted even if you know like twitter would leave you to believe that not a whole lot of people are all that literate but still like the point remains <laughs> the point remains <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 well and and i'm even absolutely yeah well and, and i'm even thinking and, and i had to double check some stuff because it's been a while um, for for just a for a hot minute, and this was a couple of years ago. I, I haven't really followed through on this. For 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 um for a while, I was looking up um, Ossetru, which is this sort of like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. reconstructed Germanic pagan faith kind of thing. Um, and and I had to double check some stuff because I because I forgot the words. But yeah, like um, 
like you were talking about the little elves messing up your house or like messing up your hair or whatever. Um, yeah, like in the also true com- community, that's a big thing. And so you have uh, like no matter where you live, you have these little house elves or uh, these house whites like W-I-G-H-T. And um, the idea is like, well, if you like clean up your house and you kind of do your chores and and you make a little shrine, you like make a little place to like give offerings to the house whites. Uh, it's called a blot. And uh, yeah, you like pour them a little shot of whiskey or like leave some food out to like appease the, the like kind of local elf spirit things. Um, if, if you do that and you treat them nice, then they in turn like protect the house and keep bad luck away. But if you neglect them, then yeah, things, thing, things get shitty for you. And it's all cause you're not, you're not showing them any gratitude or any, um, anything like that. So, uh, so, so yeah, it, it, it's a big, it's a big thing. It, it, it is a big thing. And I think you're right too. It's, it seems especially big kind of there in like Northern continental Europe um yeah i i I, again i went down dude i went down like three rabbit holes this week josh (laughs) like i i've been uh, this has been on the back burner for a while and then i started getting into some stuff and i'm like oh well i'm not going to talk about that oh this one's later it's 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 insane dude like Mm -hmm. this week has given me like at least four more episodes worth of shit yeah oh yeah yeah it's crazy no it's great yeah that's great yeah, so then a final, uh, just a final point on the word elf. Um, it sort of disappeared from tradition, and I didn't bother to look like, the you know, every single time anyone ever said it, but the most popular use of it came out of uh, Clement Clark Moore's A Visit from St. Nicholas, when he describes St. Nicholas right. as a right jolly old elf. I, yeah. That is right, yeah. And that's like the most, re- or not most recent, but the most modern, or what, do you, what would you say that? It's one of the most modern uses of it in popular culture, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the like, or maybe like earliest, like kind kind of mass. Yeah, earliest, earliest in our popular. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I I know what you're saying, even though I can't think of the word either. <laughs> I, it is peculiarly beyond me. I still can't fucking yeah. say. <laughs> Ugh, that's too good. But yeah, Clement Clark Moore's uh, visit from St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So just primer on elves. And the big thing I want you to take away on it is it's these weird little dudes that live in the earth, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go to Greece, Josh. I don't know if you've ever heard of this place. It's called Greece. I, yeah. It's, it's an island. Uh, okay. Some of it's islands. Okay. Some of it's not. Uh, you know, they, they did some plays or something. Yeah, something. With, and mm-hmm. uh, they did something about culture, something about democracy. I don't know. There's stuff. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't pay attention. A bunch of dumb shit. The thing that stood out to me is a thing called the Kalikansaros. <laughs> Have you heard of these guys? I've heard of these guys, yeah. But but tell us some more. The Christmas goblins. The, 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 the Christmas goblins. The Kalikansaros or the Kalikansaroi. And I bet I'm butchering it. I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. This is my podcast and I'll say words how I want. And I dare you to come at me, because I got Greek blood in me. I can say it however I want. <laughs> yeah. Josh, I need 100% accuracy out of you, though, for, you know, right. respect. Well, yeah, I yeah, don't want to uh, 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 appropriate your uh, uh, culture there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Authentic casting. Have any of you fucked your mother? <laughs> no? Well, then, looks like we're not doing Oedipus, kids. I guess we're having to close this... Oedipus Tyrannus before it even opens. <laughs> before, before you can, yeah. Anyway. anyway. 
this this charity Oedipus Tyrannus yeah. <laughs> for the children's hospital. Those kids aren't going to get their hospital now, Josh. I know. <laughs> then there's like a little tear falls down and <laughs> freezes on, on his cheek. <laughs> but but what about the kids in the cancer ward? Are they okay? It killed them no, no, all! Oh, oh, oh. oh man, so, sorry. So I did just double check, and my in my modern Greek is not nearly as good as my ancient Greek, and my ancient Greek is pretty terrible. But if I would have to guess, yeah, it'd be like a like a single one is a Kali Kandrazos. No, wait, that's not even close. Kali Kali Kandraros. Um, okay. We can we can cut this out. I'm just making a fool out of myself. No, it's cool. No, I I, I kind of like this because um, no, because I've been hammering at it. And I'm like trying to hit that TZ sound real hard, and I'm like, it's been a yeah. long time. Yeah, well, and but that's why I'm, that's yeah, I'm that's why I'm coming up with Cali Kanzar, Cali Kanzar. Oh, I can't even do it. Yeah, now. that now because all I can think when I say it is Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> you know, okay. from Zach Morris's love interest and in Saved by the Bell. Okay, maybe Don't we can keep this why, in. Maybe we can like, keep this in. Then. Yeah, from Well, and what's the thing? Like the funniest sounds are K sounds? Yeah. So this should be the funniest episode yet as we struggle with Calicansaros. Yeah. The the other thing that I that I know is like the the sort of N NT combination. Some mm-hmm. sometimes that kind of sounds like R letter D. Oh, that's where you're getting the D. Yeah, okay, so, cool. so that that's part of it. And then at least for the plural that ends in what looks like a OI um there's yeah. this whole there's this whole thing that I could get into that, that we can get into, but yeah, like that. Even though it looks like oi in modern Greek, it's just pronounced e. So, oh, so, so yeah, like a singular would be a kalikansaros, but then a plural would be kalikansari. Um, okay. Kalikansari. There you go. Try to get the accent in there. Anyway, linguistics anyway. and all that stuff aside. But yeah. Yeah. Notwithstanding. Yeah, no, so these guys, the Christmas goblins. So the story goes, Josh, that um, in the middle, in, in, inside the world sits the, the world tree, mm-hmm. and all life is propped upon this world tree. And I don't really understand how this works. I guess the earth is hollow, but inside this hollow earth reside these calicansari. Now, now I'm all yeah. self conscious about saying Sorry. <laughs> What did we say was the plural? It's, it's re. Yeah, right? re. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. So all these Kalakansari, they um they have one job and it is to cut down the world tree by sawing through it. And they do this throughout the year until December until the until the winter equinox, which are known and from the winter equinox until um January the sixth. And they call this the unbaptized days. I'm not really sure why it's a weird Christian thing, especially in Middle Europe, but essentially, you know how the, you know how we say that like Halloween night is when all the spooky spooky shit comes to town. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently this block in December is when all the ooky spooky shit comes to town. So, mm-hmm. our little heroic lumberjacks, they get to come up out of the inner earth and they get to uh, wreak their vengeance on humanity for having been in prison trying to cut down this giant tree. And do you know what they do, Josh? What's that? Not a whole lot. <laughs> Everything I found was they just kind of, again, it's sort of like it's sort of like a very bland vanilla malevolence. <laughs> it's I'm gonna tie this dude's shoelaces together. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, 
Like, it, it really just sounds like band kids. And they're so excited to go on the band trip that when y'all pull up to the McDonald's and Burger King and Taco Bell combination, that everybody just loses their fucking minds and goes crazy. Oh my god, that's too funny. Yeah, like you get enough of them together in like a confined space and they just... Kind of guns out of you, that's so yeah. funny. But so like they're not they're not necessarily mean, but they are kind of tough, and so you need to protect yourself from them, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They come out at night mostly, and you know what? Number one, there's a good lesson right there. Don't go out at night in winter. There's nothing good going on. It's too cold. Yeah. Stay home, guys. Yeah, it's too cold. You'll slip on some ice. You'll get a concussion, and then you'll freeze to death. So just just stay inside. You'll have a real elf shot, man. Yeah, you'll yeah the uh, the elf shot to end all elf shots. If, if you know what I mean. Who he who. <laughs> yeah. yeah but so um so one of one of the most important one of the easiest things you can do josh is just leave a colander out front of your door okay so you see the kyle Kansaros, they're they're kind of ocd when it comes to certain things mm. and if they see something with a lot of it they have to count it and you know a colander has a bunch of holes in it <laughs> but here's the rub they can't count to the letter th- or they can't count to the number three because three is a holy number represented in the Trinity. That's true. So as far as I can tell, they'll be like, one, two, three. And as soon as they say three, they explode. <laughs> because they're so evil and belonging to this, you know, realm of the underworld that they just can't handle the word three. They can't even think about Jesus or, or God or, or Mary or the, the Spirit or any of any of that good Trinity shit. Oh I for, you know, so no fathers, no sons, no holy ghosts up in this oh piece. No, no, God. they'll... They'll just explode. Like I'm just picturing now um, this like either Abbott and Costello or like Three Stooges. Hey, three, 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 three Stooges bit where it's like there's a group of them and they're all trying to like come up with their plan to chop down the world tree. But like they inevitably keep saying the number three and then just like poofing out of existence where it, it would be like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start swinging my axe on a one, two, three, and then poof. Another one walks up and be like, "Hey, what, what happened to that guy?" And another, and then, then another one says, "Oh, this moron said said three, and then that one explodes." And then that just like happens over and over and over again. These lovable little calicanceros. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. And then, as I understand it, after January sixth, they have to go back down to the underworld. They've they've gotten their you know two weeks vacation or whatever. And then, um, wouldn't you know it, Josh? Ah, uh, shit, the world tree's healed itself again. <laughs> so they got it literally. I, it's weird. Over. It's this weird thing, and I know it's not just the Greeks, but, like, it's this weird thing in Greek punishment where yeah. it's like, fuck your progress, doesn't matter. Right. You're Sisyphus, you're Calicansaros, you're, you're to a lesser extent, I guess, um, Tantalus. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think progress is reaching up and grabbing or trying to, like, drink, but still, like... You'll never, you're yeah. never gonna reach your yeah. goal. Like no matter what you do, it's not just eternal like mm-hmm. damnation and torment. It's, it's that, but you're also gonna push this fucking rock up a hill for the end. Yeah, of time. and 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 this always go back to square one. That's that is a really I, always. I yeah. hadn't thought about that, but no, that's a really good, that's a really good point. Well, and, and and even to kind of like a lesser extent, it's not really a punishment necessarily, but um, uh, uh, Penelope in the odyssey right she, she like weaves by day 
And then she tells all, mm-hmm. all of the other suitors, like, oh, no, like, as soon as I finish this, like, shroud or whatever she's working on, that's when I'll finally pick one of you. But then by night, she, like, undoes her work, so she's back at square one. That is, I'm, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of people have written about that already. But that's not, yeah, that's a connection I hadn't really, hadn't really made, made before. Yeah, I just, I, I, was, I always think about that one. But then, like, too, I guess Prometheus, he doesn't, like, make any progress or anything. But yeah, well, or, 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 yeah, like, that's another thing, too. Like, like he has the, like... But he does heal. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. He has his liver eaten out, and then it heals overnight, and then just, yeah, the same, like repetitive monotonous not making any progress and that's and that's the punishment Mm. that's real good that's Mm. real good i don't know anyway Anyway, no just a thought but that's real good but 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 anyway we're we we meanwhile back at the uh whatever the greek word is for plot um probably there's a couple other ways to get rid of these guys Mm -hmm. one of them is burning a yule log which i found interesting because i always understood the yule log was more of a northern tradition Mm. But um, apparently burning that um, will drive them away. They're not into bad smells. So it talks about, like, you can throw your shoes onto the fire and drive them out. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, that's grand. Yeah, just... Or, or, or another method, if you don't want to leave your only colander on your doorstep <laughs> and burn your new pair of boots, is just put a black cross on your front door, and that repels that them. That repels them, too. Well, I was also th- thinking with the colander, like... Um, like... I'm sure that the that the number of holes in your average colander is is above three, but that's also like there are so many other more practical things to leave outside for them. <laughs> if to it's count. not, it's not a colander. It's just a shitty. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but e- even something <laughs> like, uh, oh, here's a here's a, uh, a regular domino from like a domino game. <laughs> just like leave it out there, even if it's like yeah, like like there are there are. There are only a handful of domino uh, pieces that do not have more than three holes. Because um, and and if something happens to it, then hey, you're just out one domino instead of an entire piece of kitchen kitchen wire. <laughs> so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, I I tickled myself as you're talking about the numbers on dominoes, right? Mm-hmm. So, what you do is you just hang up a Tootsie Pop, right? <laughs> and the, the, the Calicansaros are going to see it, and they'll be like, Oh, hey, Calicansaro, go lick that. How many licks does it take to get to the center? Ooh, sure thing, Calicansaros. <laughs> and so he goes over and licks it, and he's, One, two, three, pop! Oh, no, Calicansaro, I'll get at it. And then Carl... Kala con, Car- con Carlos yeah. gets at it. And one, two, boom! <laughs> Tootsie Pops solved it. That's yeah. it. Perfect. How many licks to the center of the world tree? The Calicansaros <laughs> will never know. Yeah. How many axe wings to the center of the world tree? The Calicansaria will never know. <laughs> oh, that's pretty And good. so just a little bit of like fun inside baseball that I found looking into these mm-hmm. guys. Um, everything that I found points out how that it's weird that they're allowed to, how they're allowed to run unchecked on Earth for so long. Mm. And one explanation of it is that, in lore, these things aren't so much evil as they are just dumb as shit. I was, I was kind of like, picking up on that too. They're not gonna do anything bad. They're just, they're just gonna be there. They might break some stuff, but they're not gonna hurt you. Mm. But the other thing that I found was that these last for the same time as I guess. Um, 
Bacchanalia would during the winter solstice. Oh, interesting. So instead of like, so yeah, if you look at like, um, if you look at like, you know, a Bacchanalia or like, you know, the Roman festivals and stuff, if you look at those as like, the rest of the day, these are Roman citizens, they're uptight, they're pent up, they're doing their thing. Mm -hmm. But for 12 days out of the year, they get to let loose and just go absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and... And so really, like, all these, like, you know, they're they're not bad guys. They're just hammered. Like, yeah. Well, and, and by the time all the, like, maybe more sensible people and families go home, like, they're trying to go to sleep. And then they hear all these, like, knuckleheads making noise outside. And, like, the little, the little kid can't fall asleep. And he's like... Bobo, like, what's that noise out, out, outside? And then the parents still kind of drunk or hungover. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just that calicon throws outside. It, it's okay. It's like, what, well, what is? It? And, and so, yeah, like, it's, it, it's like a, a like real time, um, like, origin story of all mm-hmm. these drunk yahoos outside getting metamorphed into uh, these little Christmas. Uh, goblins that are incompetent and dumb and just kind of knocking around into things and <laughs> yeah yeah you just kind of hammer yeah and they're just and, and you and then imagine like a group of like some like just super trashed dudes outside like whoa check it out it's it, it's a colander man <laughs> And and they're like trying Stop, to like. roast. Where's the where's the phyllo? I tried cooking yeah. in this pot. It doesn't. Mm. I I know that's not even anything. That's yeah, okay. It's like I couldn't think of. Hey, I bet you can't where's count. The orzo, bro? Yeah. Hey, hey, I bet you can't count all of the holes that are in that colander. No, watch. I'll do it. One, two, three, and then he like falls over because it's like an early sobriety test. He just like gets cross-eyed and loses his balance and falls into an alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so drunk that you can't you can't count to three. Yeah, yeah, I can't count to three and look at a bunch of different holes without getting like vertigo. <laughs> God. I mean, I've never been that drunk. Yeah, I've been close to that, but maybe not quite that bad. <laughs> maybe not quite that bad. Oh man. And then I've got I've got I lied. I had one more thing for these guys. Okay, great. But my phone is being weird. Because it wouldn't be a two wizards podcast if I didn't somehow fucking reference Lovecraft. <laughs> he totally talks about these guys in the Whisper in Darkness. Wait, he does? Yeah, so I'm just gonna read you the passage, okay. right? And obviously no context here. Go read Listener in Darkness, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, do Finish this podcast, then go listen to Listener in Darkness. Yeah. Read it, listen to it, whatever, it's everywhere. Um, it was no use to demonstrate to such opponents that the Vermont myths differed, differed but little in essence from those universal legends of natural personification which filled the ancient world with fauns and dryads and satyrs, suggested the Kilikanzari of modern Greece, and gave to the wild whales in Ireland their dark hints and their dark hints of strange, small, and terrible hidden races of troglodytes and burrowers. I have read Whisper in Darkness probably a dozen times, and I wow. I just, I guess... Yeah, we, we taught the Whisper yeah, in Darkness, and I never knew that that... But I honestly thought it was a weird Lovecraft word that he, like... Yeah. I, as far as I know, Kalakanzari is, uh, you know, a Shoggoth. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, and you the, just... The, yeah, like, it's just a Greek Shoggoth. No one knows. Oh, my God. That's so... <laughs> that would also be... Yeah, I thought that was fun. That would also be pretty cool, too. 
to be fair. Like, dang, yeah. See, and and everyone says like, oh, why are you guys even? Uh, I was just gonna say like, oh, why are you guys even like diving into all of this? You know, like where it's like, no, because it's because because these things show up all of the damn time. All of the damn time, yeah. Yeah, and then I went to the Calican uh, Zaros in Darkness, and it's like, Akeley, Akeley, is that you or are you in there? Wheelmarth. One, two, boom. <laughs> Damn it! Send another! <laughs> I called you here. Yes, why? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. That's too funny. It is. It's it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So number one, I gotta ask you, Josh, how's your beer? Mm. This has actually been been very nice. It's a great it's a great holiday ale. It's a great Christmas ale. And um, honestly, I'm, run, I'm starting to run a little dry over here. Hey, that's perfect timing, because, Josh, it's time to go up north. It's time to go up north. And such, and these Nordic climes are cold, Josh, and they re- require a strong, healthy, hearty beverage. Mm-hmm. And I reckon it's time for some meat there, buddy. I, I, think, I think you're absolutely right, and I'm right right there with you. And um, I'm going to pour into my Green Bay Packers wine glass. Ooh, very nice. Well, that's, uh, that's maybe a step above my uh, wide mouth mason jar that I'm drinking my, <laughs> drinking my meat out of. To be fair, it's a stemless glass. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, to be fair. It does smell nice though. This is. I haven't had meat in a hot minute. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think Ooh. the last time I had. So one of my very early um, kind of homebrewing experiments was was making mead, and. Um, oh yeah. And yeah, I did one kind of experimental batch. It was like a gallon, like a, like just mead, just honey. Um, and then another, and then I did another gallon where I just kind of threw in some random uh, mixed berries, and okay. the berries I could drink earlier, um, but but the just regular mead after like a full year, that's when it was like really, that's when it was really uh, on point. Um, oh damn, a full year! Which like that is that is kind of the thing with home brewing, or at least it, it is for me. It, it is just kind of like a set it and forget it kind of thing where it's like, all right, let's just, yeah, let's just throw some things together, sanitize it so I don't make vinegar. Um, and uh, we'll just see what happens. Um, and, and so, yeah, I've, I've yeah. been meaning to try another batch of mead. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But um, Brothers Drake Meadery, let's see. Let's see how you did. Let's take a sip here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty. It's a little. Does yours have hops in it? Mine does not, or at least not to my knowledge. Mine. Mine does, but sorry, what were you saying? I, oh no, sorry. I was just gonna say it's maybe um, it's maybe a little sweeter than I would usually go for, but no, it's it's all right. It's got some nice. It's got some nice uh, um, floral notes. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'll maybe I'll have to look. So this is the other thing too. Is I was um kind of. Let me tell you, dude. Like I I had a real wizard's quest um driving around trying to find all these all these kind of items. Like I had I had to make like 
three different stops before I found creme de menthe. Oh shit! For, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. I was I was seriously like going on a quest, <laughs> trying to find all this stuff. Um, but anyway, for for the mead, um, that one wasn't too hard for me to find. And this was like mm-hmm. yeah, it was like twenty bucks for like a wine bottle size. Um, but I guess I must have found like the real deal establishment for buying mead because I was seeing bottles upwards of like 60 bucks, 70 bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah, and as much like, trust me, like I want to get horned up for many things, but I don't know if I can get horned up for a $70 bottle of mead um, at this <laughs> at this stage in my life, maybe later. But um. <laughs> but anyway, so, so yeah, this is, this is all right. This, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. This uh, is definitely leading into our next topic of elves and sprightly folk and all that. So whom whom do you have next for us to discuss, Mark? So next on our list are a, a group of guys called the Yule Lads. <laughs> and Josh, I think these guys are just the funnest little bunch of dudes ever. Which, like, with a, like, group collective name, like Yule Lads, you know that you're in for a good time. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, you just know. You just know. You just know that, like, like I'm just kind of picturing, like, the party horse planet from regular show. But it's just but it's just a bunch of Yule lads. They're just like, whoa, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, sort of. So let's, yeah, let's get into this. Okay, perfect. So, so the Yule lads are 13 children. Um, they, sh- they show up starting on the 12th of December, and listeners, y'all may or may not notice that this episode is being released <gasps> on the 12th of December, so almost like I planned it yep. this way. <laughs> I really did. I, I love the Yule Lads. Like, I want to talk about them all damn day. <laughs> so we'll start with their mom. Their mom is a, um, she's like a troll, I guess you could call her. Her name is Grilla. And what she does is she she appears as an old woman, and what she will do is go around town and steal kids who are bad. <laughs> yep, yep. And she will straight up cook them. <laughs> so once again, Josh, we have an old mm-hmm. woman coming into town and taking bad kids, and she's going to always eat them, yeah. Right? Just like we were talking about last episode, it's always it's always an old old woman coming to give give the bad kids their 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 just desserts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she takes so she takes her kids up to her mountain home, and she 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 cooks them up and feeds them to her husband, who is a giant named Lepaludi, and he is lazy as shit. Everything you read about Lepaludi is that he is lazy. He doesn't do anything. So we we only have documentation that he and Grilla have slept together thirteen times to produce the thirteen Yule lads. I'd also like to point out that. Uh, um, both of these characters are they're first mentioned in uh, Snorri Sturluson's Eta Poetica that we talked about earlier in the mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so these guys are first mentioned in like 13th century, which is pretty damn deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And also, I'm just going to start this mm-hmm. off, and I'm going to read it in the Icelandic and butcher the sound, and then I'm going to give you the English pronunciation of okay. it, right? And most of these I have spent like hours pre-reading, so I really hope I do it well. Uh-huh. Each so so starting on December the twelfth and then going forward, each night a Yule lad will appear, and he will leave children gifts in their shoes if they were good, or they will leave them like rotten potatoes or like 
handfuls of straw in their shoes if they were being assholes. <laughs> so it's a it's a cold December night. It's December the twelfth, mm-hmm. and um, all is well. All is all is quiet except in the barn where the first Yule lad comes a knocking, and his name is Stickajuster, or Sheep Coat Claude. And his favorite thing to do is to sneak into the barn at night and suck the milk from sheep's teats. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. If he drinks all my sheep's milk at night, what the hell am I going to get? Well, Josh, you don't have to worry. Because, because Stekajuster has two peg legs, so he kind of like has to like clobble around trying to get after these damn sheep. <laughs> oh my god, this is great. <laughs> This is so great. All right, so <laughs> we've survived the thir- we've survived Stekajuster and his little cobbly peggy leggies trying to get after your sheepy weepies. That was weird. Clockwork Orange. Um, so December thirteenth, you get our next guy, uh, Giliagar. His name means goalie gawker, and what he does is he likes to hide in you know gullies, the little ravines mm. that, mm-hmm. or you know, rainwater runs down. It's just a little. It's the kind of cuts in the mm-hmm. side hills. So he'll hide in those until nighttime. And he'll sprint into barns and steal the top of the fr- or he'll steal the froth of the milk on top of the buckets overnight. <laughs> these guys. So I guess he's stealing your way. Yeah, these guys love love their dairy. I was gonna say a very heavy dairy centric <laughs> uh, culture yeah. here. <laughs> Coming in next on December the fourteenth, you have a guy named Stufer, which means study. So, in a family of Yule lads, he's small enough that you gotta point out that he's short, and you gotta call him yeah, Stubby. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And what does Stubby do? Well, he steals your dirty dishes and eats the crusts <laughs> off of them. So Stubby's a raccoon. He's a raccoon. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I, I like. I know we're not even a quarter of the way in, but I want to hang out with these guys so bad. They sound like a lot of fun, dude. <laughs> oh man, that's great. So mm-hmm. next, all right. So December the fifteenth, we have, and again, this is Icelandic, and I'm trying to remember like how to pronounce it. So, all right. So yeah, all right. December the fifteenth, we have Thorviskir. Which is the spoon liquor, <laughs> and not unlike Stubby, he uh, comes out at night and he steals food from off the ends of these. So it's these long spoons called uh, Thorvior. Okay. Yeah, Thorvior, 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 whatever. He steals. He just goes and licks these spoons, <laughs> and that's he. But 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 unlike unlike Stufer, he is known for being tall and thin. Interesting. So well, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you were saying that the spoons were also kind of kind of long and thin, kind of tall okay, and thin. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, and well, and yeah. like you're not going to eat as much food. You can't eat as much food from a spoon as you can like an entire um, dirty plate. So yeah, it also makes sense that he's yeah. kind of an ectomorph, like like I am. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm like. I like wake up after sleepwalking and see that I'm trying to eat the gunk off of a old old long spoon. <laughs> oh, I could tell you some stories from my yeah. days. 
one night, Amanda comes into the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I've got, for some reason, I had taken one of our uh, steak knives, huh? and I was eating peanut butter on the door with that, just like a fucking spoon. <laughs> yeah. She said it was like living with a drunk bear. <laughs> that, like, so you have to take the pill half an hour before mm-hmm. bed, and this was when I was working those insane overnights. So, like, I'd take it at, like, 7.30. Like, we would maybe get dinner done, and i pop that pill. And then, like, it didn't matter what you were doing. Half an hour later, you were fucking done with whatever you had. Like, and we jokingly used to call it floor time. Because we'd be sitting there eating, and that fucking pill would kick in. And my entire world would shift into, you're going to lay down and fall asleep for at least 20 minutes. So I'd set my food down and just black the fuck out on the floor. And usually I could, like, come out of it in, like, a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Like, 20, 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Usually an episode of whatever she was watching. Like, usually the music cues for, like, the credits were, like, what would snap me out of oh, consciousness. Okay. Yeah. And so then, like, I'd get up. She's like, honey. But it sounds like, sorry, I fell asleep. She's like, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Like, she <laughs> right. got yeah, understood. Yeah. And then I'd go to sleep, and I'd black out for about four hours. And usually about midnight, I'd wake up for, for second dinner. <laughs> and it didn't matter what we had. I would just find it and eat it. <laughs> Uh, she found me eating frozen taquitos one night. I was. She found me eating peanut butter out of the jar with a knife. Like, so much shit. Oh my god. Yeah. No, that's. And she would just kind of like come into the kitchen, give me a bit of a shake. Hey, yeah. baby, you want to come back to bed? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Apparently, I was real suggestible. Like, I was a hundred percent awake for all of it, but I didn't. I don't remember any of this shit. Like. Oh my god! <laughs> one of my favorite, <coughs> one of my favorite tricks <coughs> was I would go, I'd stand up in the room and I would go to the window, and the window is like tied into my closet, kind of sort of. So I'd stand in the corner of the window closet and mutter to myself. I'd just stand up there and mutter. She called that one playing Batman. <laughs> like. Oh, it's weird. Ambien was really good. Yeah. I got, I definitely it definitely helped me kick my insomnia, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was. Yeah, worth there's it. there's there's a whole lot else that gets uh brought into that bargain and um <laughs> Anyway, back at the back Yule, at the lads. Yule lads. So all right, so but mostly they're just gross dudes licking shit, right. but we're going to get a little more evil Ooh. now, Ooh. right? Okay. December twenty or December sixteenth, you have a gentleman. Oh, also these are all guys. I guess you will last. Yeah, it kind of implies. Should, should mm-hmm. have prefaced yeah. that, but yeah. But uh, it's a guy named Potteskefel, which means pot liquor. And Josh, I bet you can guess what he this does. This guy is a um, a total druggie. He just smokes weed every day. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every day. Don't give a four, fuck. Four or twenty blaze it. <laughs> You called it. All right, next, next one, one uh, December seventeenth. <laughs> nah, he he licks he licks pots. Apparently, he steals leftovers from pots. So like, mm. where the other two would take whatever like leftovers you had, like just dirty dishes. Yeah. This dude will get into the fridge and I mean I know we don't yeah, have they're like twelve hundred Iceland, but he's gonna get into the fridge and steal whatever's in the pot. Okay. Mm. So you're kind of right. Yeah, he is super high, and yeah, just, he's so high that he just, like, walks into the kitchen, grabs the pot of whatever out of the fridge and starts eating that with mm-hmm. a spoon. And you're like, yo, dog, that's spaghetti sauce. you want, like, some noodles or to heat it up? Nah, good luck yeah. this, man. Yeah. Nah, man, I'm good. Yeah. Well, and, like, unfortunately, all these poor um, Icelanders uh, didn't have Tupperware yet with the, like, fresh burp te- uh, fresh burp technology. So like they just had they just had to keep their leftovers in pots, but if only they had 
that like seal in the flavor, seal in the freshness. Um, yeah, Tupperware. Then. <laughs> <laughs> In in three hundred years, there's gonna be Tupperware yeah. scandal. He's the Tupperware He's the liquor. Tupperware liquor. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that's Pizza Box's skier. <laughs> he eats the crusts in your pizza yeah. box. He is. Yeah, this is the Yule lad who'll uh, eat your leftovers, but only if you get it off of DoorDash. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, DoorDash yeah. liquor. DoorDash liquor. <laughs> Also known as Drunk Roommate yeah, also, Mark, who eats your yeah, food at night sometimes. Also known as... And uh, this next one is called Ambien Mark. <laughs> oh, he's the sleepiest lad, but boy is he hungry. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. We're, we're learning that the Yule lads don't like your dirty yeah. dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your farm mm-hmm. animals, but so December seventeenth, you got a little guy named Askalicker. Oh no! And before, before I know, before you do what you're thinking, I know what you're thinking, Josh. No, this is not an advocate of analingus. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, like His if, if means... that's your thing, awesome. But yeah. Oh yeah, totally, and also do it, but whatever. <laughs> um, now his name means bowl liquor. Oh okay. Okay. Because the Icelandic word for Bull is Askur. Okay, I guess. And so yeah. what he it's same same thing, same thing. Mm-hmm. He's there and he licks the uh whatever the he licks the remnants out of your bowl. <laughs> Not unlike Paltiskeffer and Thor the the one I can't say yeah. is weird. Yeah, they're right. Well and I'm 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 also I and I know we're only like just over halfway through all of the Yule lads, uh, but 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 I can't help but think of uh, many of the yokai that we were talking about that like lick lick dirty ceiling tiles and lick dirty bathrooms. Oh, um, what what's his name? Aka something. Aka Akarame, right? Yeah, something. I the, I don't have my notes the, with me. The red the red demon. You right. Know, the red, yeah, yeah, yeah. The red slime. The red dirt demon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like it's. What do you mean you don't remember a Japanese name from eight weeks ago, Josh? <laughs> Get better. Get good, scrub. What are you doing? Good, yeah. But 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 it is, and and it's not just like pot scraper or bowl um, scooper. No, like it's all it's all it's all licking. It's all licking, and like that all that seems to be that's like a, the through line. That's a big deal. Is there licking? Well, yeah. And so I guess so I guess like looking at this and putting our context clues in, likir l i k i r is. Or L E I K I R is liquor. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Because, because um. But 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 then you have Potiskeffel, and his name is Pot Liquor, but Spoon Liquor is Thorvus Liquor. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Yeah, the, ah, there could be some. Well, because well, English and Icelandic are, are are both Germanic languages. Like they they right. they diverge um, like at different points between like English and German or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's another, there's like a similar, like a synonym for lick or something like that for, for pot boy, but, um, pot boy, <laughs> pot boy, anyway, 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 you mentioned, you mentioned the yokai and it's kind of funny. You talked about these guys earlier in the episode 
So December 18th, our Yule lad, his name is Her the Skeelier, and that means door slammer. Oh. Yeah, right? So, and basically, it's just he's a dude that slams doors at night. <laughs> but, but that made me, it, it, and you made, you made me, you made me think about it when you said, well, that reminds me of the Japanese, of the yokai that yeah. make noises in the house. And so again, you have this weird, tiny, invisible force that they give a name and a and a person and a persona to. Again, like not that I'm going down the whole uh, like monomyth or like collective unconscious or subconscious or whatever, but yeah, like the fact the fact that sympathetic magic. Yeah, the the the, the fact that like we get all of these essentially similar things, even in like vastly different cultures. Um, that are like geographic, like like almost on opposite sides of of the globe from each other. Like you have to know, you have to know that there's some weird, like Jungian uh, archetype magic going on that says like. And that's where this shit gets so weird, Josh. Like yeah. that's why I want to do another episode on like the wee folk. Yeah, it's oh man, it's so it's so cool. I'm also pouring another glass of mead because the first one went down so damn smooth. You ever watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, Josh? Oh, I love, I love me some Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cool, cool, cool. Cause now I have the Terry Crews of the Yule Lads. No. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, this dude's name is Skiergarner, and that translates into Skier Gobbler. And Josh, I don't suppose you know what Skier is, do you? Uh, no, I can't. I uh, can't really say. Yogurt. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I should have put that together. It's all about yogurt. Yeah, yeah. Terry Crews, buddy. I should have put that together with, uh, yeah, yeah, Terry. Crews. But yeah, Skirgamur or Skirgamur loves yogurt. He's all about it. That's what he does. He just eats your yogurt. <laughs> all right, now we come to December twentieth, and this one is the one that I warned you about that I have the hardest fucking time with, and I'm even going to send you a picture oh, okay. of this shenanigans, <laughs> so you can maybe. Give me your, your, or just, you can understand my pain, right? Mm -hmm. Icelandic listeners, I'm sorry. Yours is not my mother tongue. And I don't ever know if it will be. Maybe one day. Yeah, may, maybe one day. But so next, we have, oh my God. Okay, here we go. Bugnag, Bugnia, okay, let me try it again, sorry. Bugnakikir, Bugnakikir, there it is. <laughs> Bug Nikikikir. Josh, did you get that text? I did. I just got it. And I think that's probably as, as good of a job as I could do. So, yeah. Bug Nikikikir translates into sausage swiper. And now, Josh, you got to remember to way back when mm -hmm. we used to put our meats into animal intestine casings and make sausages. Mm -hmm. You take those sausages, throw them over the rafters in your house, and eventually over time with the herbs inside and the smoke from your fireplace, it would cure and preserve those meats mm -hmm. and you could have delicious sausages whenever, mm -hmm. but not, but not if Bjunga cake here is about, because that little son of a bitch goes into your rafters and eats your fucking sausages. Which like, I, I, and maybe this, this one seems a little more like egregious to me. Cause like all of the other ones, it's like, okay, like you try to drink my sheep's milk but you're going to fail at it or you're just going to steal the like foam off of it or you're going to lick the leftovers 
like all of that stuff i even like the door slamming even that i can put up with but yeah this seems to like cross a line for me where it's like it crosses a line right like, like I, I made that fucking sausage yeah, that was hard that was hard damn work making sausage like processing all the like gross things that you put in sausage that also make it delicious and then you son of a bitch come along and like steal my goddamn sausage yeah i this is maybe the one that like i I would probably still hang out with him. Or, yeah, no, I li- I, li- I like this. I like Horned Up for Mayhem Josh. You're not taking it yeah. from December 20th, you lad. I like this. You can you can say no at any point. Like Well, yeah. and 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 okay. I'll still I'll still want to hang out with all the Yule lads, but I'm goddammit, I'm going to be staring daggers at this sausage swiper son of a bitch cuz it's it's oh, yeah. it, 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 it isn't on like bacon's level, but sausage is still pretty damn good. And oh man, can can you can you imagine Bacon's Kier Kier? Oh god, like there'd be a full yeah. This guy would need like witness protection program kind of stuff going on. <laughs> Josh just murdering midgets nice Yeah, don't bacon. mess don't mess with my breakfast food. I've been over this before. Breakfast food is the greatest thing <laughs> ever. And stop, just don't fuck with it. <laughs> I can like Pancake liquor and waffle swiper, I'll murk you. <laughs> I will kill you if you mess with my breakfast food. Aw <laughs> oh, shit, it's hash brown sniper. <laughs> oh no, though go there goes ba- eggs benedict liquor. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't do anything, he just like runs up to your eggs benedict and licks them before you can get yeah. at him and yeah, you're gonna eat them, but it's not the same. Yeah, kind of fucks the yeah. I'm, I'm still gonna the pageantry. I'm, I'm still gonna eat that goddamn eggs Benedict, but now I have yeah, like a little bit of elf slobber on it. So, <laughs> all right. Well, if the last one pissed you off, the next one really is gonna piss you oh, off. Oh boy, here we go. The next one we got is Gliegar. Mm-hmm. His name means window peeper, and uh, he just looks in your windows to see it. Now, okay. According to legend, he looks in to see if, see if there's anything he can steal. But I bet he's trying to get a look at your uh, Mrs. Uh, Jürgen Durgens, if you know what I'm saying there. I, I mean, probably. I don't know the Icelandic words for lovely bits, but <laughs> I bet it's Jürgen Durgens. Yeah. It, it, I, that's as good of a guess, yeah, I think, I think as any. Well, and I, because mm, we've already talked about just how creepy it is to have somebody kind of looking at you. and But, yeah. but, but yet... And and maybe this is later on in a fuller description or maybe in the actual Edda's. Um, I I don't think it's as bad if he's just looking for things that he could steal versus actually stealing them. Cause it, I mean, he's casing the joint. Like, yeah. He's already an asshole. Yeah. It, well, but it also, like, true. this guy is going to leave you something in your shoe tonight. True. True, true, true. So he's already, he's, he's already looked through your house at all the good stuff. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying. And it's weird. Now we started. We started getting like the weirder like, and I feel like this is like the personal intrusion. You will add. Mm. You have sausage swiper. Mm-hmm. You have. Um, oh my god! I just forgot his name. You have window peeper. Window peeper. Mm-hmm. And our next dude, his name is Gatafefer, and his name means doorway sniffer. And basically, homeboy has got this big old, huge, long nose, and a crazy sense of smell. That he uses to sniff out laufa bread, which I guess is just Icelandic bread. 
But again, I don't want people smelling in my door. Yeah, that just... Well, and I... This is maybe a bit too far, but I could also... I, I kind of picture this guy, like, having a belt around his neck, too. Like, as he's... Ah! As he's sniffing by the, by the door, and it's like that's not okay either. That's where I, no, that's where I went to like extraordinary sense of smell. Like okay. <laughs> so next in our home invasion series, yeah, yeah. and this one is the one I take I take the most umbrage to this guy. Okay, okay. you got this cat, December the twenty third. His name is Kit Kruker. His name means meat hook, and what wow. he does, Josh, is you know you're hanging your sausages to dry, but also. Christmas time is a coming. It's the 23rd. You already have your fucking leg of lamb ready to mm-hmm. go. You're smoking it over two and a half days, braising it with butter and spices, mostly rosemary and thyme. And oh, ooh, it's going to be so good. Oh, Serve it up with a side so of mint good. jelly. Not if Ketkokur has anything to say about it. Because he's going to take his meat hook, snake it down your chimney, and swipe your meat. This, <sighs> this, this motherfucker is the worst. I hate Ket Krokur. I hate him so much. Like, fuck you. Get your own meat. Yeah. You can take my skier. You can take my fucking ace cares. You can take my you can take my cow's cream froth. But you touch my meat, motherfucker. Well, and I think that's and we're exactly, gonna go outside and have some words about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Because it's either like the really like trivial food stuff or like the leftover stuff. Like, because I'm done with that. Or that's not like. My, but yeah, like if you. If I've had my fill, yeah. Say sorry that you get this, you will, lads. But here's what you can have, and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, thank you, good enough, yeah. Yeah, n- yeah, except, like, except yeah, but Kent Krokur, who's a fucking asshole. Yeah, and when they start to flex with food that I'm going to eat, then yeah, that's like I'm gonna eat it. It's my future food. Take my past food. Right. Like even somehow them drinking the milk is fine. Right. That goat is gonna make more milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will milk that cow tomorrow and get another fucking gallon out of it. It's fine. I don't. That's cool. But you get one. You get. You get. Okay. I guess you get four legs off a lamb. Mm-hmm. You know. But you're taking one of them. Not on my watch, hoss. Yeah, and and like the 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 sort of renewable food stuff that milk is versus no like you gotta slaughter this this animal to to get the meat off of it and then some some goddamn mule lad comes along and takes a quarter of it yeah that that's not right either that's not right either not at all Mm. and finally december 24th we're gonna run out over yule lads with uh curtis nikir and his name go, translates into candle stealer. And you got to remember the way back when candles used to be made from tallow. Tallow is fat. Mm-hmm. So Kira to sneak here, comes into your house, steals your candles, and then eats them because they're fat. He's just gross. That is, awful. yeah. That is pretty gross. That is pretty gross. Yeah. Although, but those are the 13 Yule lads. We, we did it. We got to the list. Yeah. Well, and... But you were going to say... I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, well, go ahead. The, the, the only thing that... Um, at least I was kind of reminded of was um, so my my track coach um, there in college. He he's a he's a I'm gonna try and get this right there. I think he's a second generation Swedish American. Um, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure his dad was born in the states, but then his grandfather was like born in Sweden. Um, and okay. and yeah, like looks at like he's like six two. Uh, just like jacked blonde um and he like just 
shooting the shit at practice one day. I even forget how we got on this topic, but he was telling us that like when he was a little kid, um, one of his guilty pleasures was butter. And like, okay. and like my track coach, when he, when he was a kid would just like eat, would just like eat raw butter. He would, he would like, he would like just like get a stick of butter out just of Just eat whole sticks. Yeah. Just eat whole sticks. And then his like parents would yell at him about it. So like, that's immediately where I kind of flashed to with this goddamn like candle stealer guy. He's like, oh, your track coach is a Yule lad. It is maybe, right. maybe, maybe. Well, and that that also kind of, I, I, and I know that um, the Yule lads c- come around in December when the ground is frozen and, and the crops are dead. Because that's also what I was wondering about. It's like, huh? There's, it's kind of curious that there's not like a, like a, like a carrot liquor or a cabbage stealer like it is all like kind of animal stuff but it, but then i also realized well it's all stuff you can get in december yeah well, yeah and sausages yeah, meats, yeah, yeah yeah leftovers yeah and and, and and then that's exactly when i realized like well yeah because you've already harvested all of the produce and um like that's that's either like being eaten or like preserved other ways versus like the animals that are still producing um but yeah it, i i think that also just kind of speaks to the sort of like um yeah, like a Scandinavian, uh, Nordic, uh, northern countries where so much, so much of um, your livelihood is based around livestock because your growing season is yeah. so short anyway. And so, of course, like there's going to be all these dudes that are ruining um, the 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 things that you are able to produce from animals. Yeah, and. Yeah. Goddamn! Yeah, eat yeah. your candles and steal your sausage. I'm, 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 I'm still not over the sausage stealer guy. Fuck that guy. Well, so I got one more bit for you with Yule lads. Right? Okay. Oh right, right. And right. this is right, right, right. This is my, this is my bonus episode for you. Whatever entry, whatever. <laughs> um, because Josh, I know if you're like me, and I know I am, and I know you are too. You're a cat guy, right? I am. <laughs> well, come to find out, um, Grilla has a cat. Its name is the Yulukutrin, which means the Yule cat. Oh. <laughs> and um, it goes around and eats people who aren't wearing new clothes on Christmas Eve and or Christmas. Because, because, because the tradition says that you need to get all of your, like, spinning and weaving and all of this shit done by Christmas. Because, like, mm. this is our big harvest festival. We're going to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to gift give. We need to get all this stuff out of the barn. We need to have all this stuff done. So... We need to finish these new clothes so that we can sell slash gift these new clothes to people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if we don't give these people the new clothes, then the Yulukutrin will come and eat them. And Josh, I don't know about your family, but mine, God damn it! if every year my mom doesn't give me a pair of so- uh, uh, a bag of socks. Yeah, right? it is. And that's, that's just this. It's just this. It's you get new socks on Christmas, and socks seem to be the big one because I guess socks are easy to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you give new clothes on Christmas, or the Yulakutri will come for you. That's uh, and like man, that's so good. We have uh, it's not Icelandic, but we have a pretty heavy Swedish background on my granddad's mm-hmm. side. And like my mom is huge on this. My grandmother wasn't so much because she was the Greek, but my great grandmother, who was my grandmother's or my grandfather's mother, she was huge on it. Mm. Every year, you got an ugly sweater, you got an ugly shirt, something bad. God love her, she tried, but it was like grandma. 
horizontal stripes are yeah, not a thing that I can wear. Yeah, those are. I am too rotund. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, the Yola Kutrin is your bonus episode. It's the Yule Cat, Yule Josh. Cat. If you don't wear new socks on Christmas, he's going to eat you. <laughs> and no, and it makes me so happy because, like, it's a giant cat. And I got to assume that, like, he'll eat, you know, men, women, or children. Or, like, so Gorilla can be a giant. Lapaluti is usually a giant. Mm-hmm. So I got to assume the Yula Kutrin is too. So you know how cats will, like, kill a mouse and bring it to you? <laughs> so I got to assume, like, December 26th, like, Yula Kutrin has brought Gorilla, yeah. like, four humans. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, but those are adults, Yula Kutrin. I don't want those. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still love you. Happy Boxing yeah. Day, Kitty. <laughs> yeah. Kutrin. Happy Boxing Day, Kutrin. That's so, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what this is, what what kind of diving into the Yule Lads is really kind of bringing up to me is because in these like older times before refrigerators and before supermarkets, it was like you had to plan, you had to plan to get through like four months of not, of not growing anything. And like, I'm I'm sure even like your livestock um, didn't produce nearly as well. In, in in the winter months com, compared to other months um and, and it was like it was a big it was a big damn deal to like make sure that you had enough food make sure that your like clothes could get you through the winter and and yeah it, it's just it's it's highlighting to me these sorts of things that we do take for granted now um and yet there there yeah. is some kind of residual acknowledgement or awareness of it because i i still get um yeah, I'll, I'll, I will also definitely get socks um, on like Christmas, um, but then like my dad somehow you just you always get yeah well, there. well and 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 then my dad like the last couple of years um, all of us like we, we we all my my siblings and my dad we we all enjoy our flannel um, and so I'm pretty sure for like so. yeah I'm I'm pretty sure for like five years running at least five Christmases running my dad will get each of his children me and my siblings like a flannel um yeah. and then there's been a couple other times that he's gotten me some like some like jeans or whatever um but yeah it is it's like here's your new winter coat here's a new uh nice warm shirt and some nice socks um and then you're also like busting into like the really awesome hearty food that hundreds of years ago you would eat because that's what you had preserved and you had smoking over the fireplace like what you were talking about um but now it's just like okay let's go down to the supermarket and grab our spiral ham or whatever um so yeah that's at least what i'm kind of taking away from this uh kind of journey with the yule lads yeah, 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 for mm-hmm. sure. Yule lads, Yule cat, the Yule Kutrin, the Yule Suena, mm-hmm. Gorilla, Lapaluti. So, I, I, I guess what do you, what, where do you fall? I guess personally, obviously, let's go ahead and call it the 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 Calicansaros. They're not real. They're not a thing. Right. There's not a world tree. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no demons at the center of the earth. But. But, but, in preparation for this episode, I watched a documentary. It was a French documentary about weird crap in Iceland, right? Yep, yep. And it is called 
Investigation of the Invisible World, Elves, Ghosts, Sea Monsters, and ETs in Iceland. It was from the 1970s. Ooh. And um, it was real weird because... And I don't know if that's the case now because I didn't watch a documentary from 2020, but I did find some stuff from 20, like from the 20, from the 20 teens, whatever, just mentioning like, oh, hey, um, it's Christmas time. The Yule Lads are coming. I did find stuff like that. Mm. Sort of the way that we in America will track Santa Claus over the United States using NORAD. No way. You know? That's so, ah, that's so cool. Stuff like this. There's stuff like this, but like. Dude, Josh, these people take this shit super seriously. Yeah. And one thing that I found was they say that because Iceland is essentially the, like, youngest continent because it's all basically volcanic mm-hmm. activity. Right, right, right. And so, like, it's constantly changing all the time, always. And um, what according to this documentary, one of the guys who was a, he was a park ranger, he was just, like, you know, a park ranger or whatever, and he said, people in Iceland see the old gods more often because the old gods were nature. Mm. And nature in Iceland is still here. Mm-hmm. It's still changing. And, and he's right. Yeah, it's, it's volcanic. It's happening there, you know. And then there was, like, a group of women, and they called themselves, like, the mediums. And they were like, oh, we can see the hidden folk and stuff. I'm like, okay, horseshit, whatever. But the one, there was one that she talked about, here's a rock. And in this rock... And they over there, they call them the Holder folk or the hidden folk, right? right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the elves, and it's like the goblins, it's the everything, it's the things, it's these creatures that live inside the earth, inside the stones and stuff. And it's a huge deal. But this woman's talking about it's just a big slab of like it looks like just a chunk of granite, just sitting. Mm-hmm. And she says this is a Holder a, a Hilda folk college. And they don't have books, they don't learn. But this is where their information is. And it sits in the air. And I can come and sit, and I can take from their learning. And then she, like, just kind of stood there for a minute. And then she, you know, she, like, folded her hands like a prayer and, like, thanked him. And she's like, you can hear him if you listen. And fucking everybody in this documentary, even the president of Iceland, the she was the former president of Iceland, she's like, have I ever seen one of them? Well, no. But do I believe in them? Oh, oh, hell yeah, I do. Of course. And I'm paraphrasing, yeah, but like, yeah. everybody there is super into it. And they all talk about like, you can see them as a kid, you can see them as a child, and then when you go through puberty, you kind of stop seeing the Hilda mm. folk. And there was a cop, and he talked about like, I had a friend when I was a boy, and uh, he he was one of the hidden folk. And he lived in a stone, and Whoa. he always invited me to go to his house, and I was Whoa. afraid to go to his house because I didn't want to get stuck in the stone. Wow! But Josh, it's all—it's all of them. It's across the fucking yeah. board, man. So let me—I uh... and I—I—I'm not—I'm not—I'm not falling anywhere on it. I'm not like picking a yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you know me, I am open to most mm-hmm. shit, and like as far as I'm concerned, like you know the fucking okay. So like one of the most famous stories is. They were constructing a, a, a highway in Iceland. Right. And there was a very well-known ferry mound, right? Oh, God. Uh-huh. The contractors did not care. They said, whatever, just fucking go through it, mm-hmm. right? And as soon as they started encroaching on this one fight, it's like a it's a, like a little hill with a rock on top of it, mm-hmm. right? Literally nothing at all. Like, as soon as they started getting close to this, their machinery started crapping out. Tools started missing from the job site. 
dude started getting super sick with like weird illnesses. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then the foreman goes, all right, we're going to move around the rock. And as soon as they like, they said they were going to do this, they laid the plans at this rock where they said was like the fairy stronghold or mm-hmm. whatever. As soon as they did this shit, everything stopped. They went around the rock. Everything was cool. See, I, but according to this documentary, mm-hmm. there's a thing called a hidden map. And every, I guess every year they publish this and it's straight up the borders of the Hildefolk. It's the, it's our, it's their known borders in where we are versus where their tor- t- territory is. And it's even like the one in the documentary was showing like a map and it's like, there's roadways and shit. And it's like, this is their land, but they're cool with it. Yeah. But if you go past this street, it starts to get dicey. Yeah. And there's stories of like, no, no, that house is haunted. We don't go to that fucking house because it's haunted. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. And the mayor of like cities, major cities, has this like hidden map. And they have to consult it to go, well, we can't build here. Yeah. We can build here. Yeah. It's so crazy, dude. And like, God damn it, if I don't want to believe. You know what so, I mean? So let me kind of, I, um, and, and you'll, you'll, know this mark but maybe our our listeners don't kind of know know this this kind of like kind of backstory of mine um yeah like yeah like growing up like going to church whatever like i i i kind of followed along but i never really bought into it and then like late high school um through undergrad i was i was pretty hard into the like atheist kind of scene and um going around and saying like, oh, well, Richard Dawkins says this and Sam Harris says that and blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you, man, like within the last couple of years, I'm, I'm, I really am starting to appreciate and understand just how, how powerful like the, like that kind of stuff is like the yeah. folk. And, and like, it's not that I necessarily believe, but but it, well, yeah, like kind of like, kind of like what you were saying with uh, some of these ice, with some of these Icelandic people. It's like I don't necessarily believe, but like I'll respect this stuff and I'll, um, yeah, like I, I, so so and I I guess where I'm also kind of thinking of and kind of tying this in um, seasonally is I know that I've talked with you about this guy before. Um, um, that I've kind of followed for, for a couple of years now. Uh, his name is Jonathan Peugeot and he has some really cool videos on symbolism and all that. Um, but one of the things that he's said, and it's kind of taken off and I can send you a clip of this later is, uh, yes, is, uh, he kind of has this little meme about obviously Santa Claus exists. Like, like, cl- like clear, okay. clearly, Santa Claus exists and then he lays out he, it's like 10 minutes or whatever and he kind of goes out and, and he lays out his argument where it's like yeah of, of course of course Santa Claus exists and by the end of that I'm like god damn it Santa Claus does exist and 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 it, and it I'm, I'm I'm starting I guess and we can leave this in or cut this out if it's a little too off off I think I might leave this in because I like what you're getting at, but yeah. Because I'm within, yeah, within about that same time frame, the last you know three, four, five years, whatever. I'm 
I'm starting to realize the limits of like the purely sort of like material scientific rational perspective like we need that because having medicine is good and having transportation is like that that has its place and there's this other place where where that sort of perspective or worldview or approach doesn't work like talking about building these roads like i'm sure i'm sure somebody says like oh no it's just like um confirmation bias and all this other stuff and i'm sure that if they started the next day all the machinery could have worked but but we don't know but we don't know that for 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 certain and i think that's another important aspect not not just with like this holiday season this like winter holiday season be it christmas or some of the older even traditions i think that's what right i'm i am even reminded of us reading the festival um last episode like there's something there's something there's something there that we've forgotten about or we've become numb to but it's but it's still there and even if it means like oh make sure you wash your pots and pans and spoons and plates or one of the yule lads will come and lick it (laughs) but again like so there's the weird cautionary tale yeah do your damn dishes. But then there's also like, how do you how do you combat a door sniffer mm-hmm. or a door slammer or a sheep coat clot who just drinks your sheep's milk? Like you can't stop that. Right. You can't stop like your doors from slamming in your home. But so yeah, there's definitely like yeah, there's the cautionary. But then there's also the like it's just the supernatural, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and even with like. Even with, like, I know I'm focusing on him, but, like, Sheep Coat Clot, like, he's drinking your sheep's milk, right? Before you've milked the yeah. sheep. That is just a form of elf shot. I go to milk my sheep in the morning. Yeah. And Gerder doesn't have any milk in her. Well, all right, I guess we'll try again yeah. tomorrow, girl. You know, whatever. Yeah. But is it that? Or, or, or was it Sheep Coat Clot fucking drinking mm-hmm. my sheep's right, milk? Right, right. You know? Well, I guess that, that was... That was a question that I had for you where like I was kind of talking about with the Ossetru stuff and like the house whites and like if you leave a little offering for some of these kind of spirits or entities, then then it's kind of like a mutually beneficial relationship like in your research and to your understanding, is there anything to kind of like stave off some of the more negative aspects of the Yule lads or like this is just what they do? Well, no, because they're a part of Christmas. Because remember, mm. they give you gifts. Okay, that's and that's true. part of it. These guys will show up. Mm-hmm. Their existence is predicated on your existence, yeah. and you—it's not necessarily symbiotic, but it's also not parasitic because you're still going to get from right. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. But it does. It really does go back to. And again, this is where I kind of kicked that fucking hornet's nest that I talked about two hours. Dude, ago. yeah. We've also been going for two hours. Like, holy no, shit, yeah, like this one, man. I'd like the bees. The like idea bees are swarming me right now. I am. I am horned up for elves and like what and, and like what it means to live on this goddamn planet. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I think that's part of it. Is they're just a part mm-hmm. of it, and mm-hmm. it's like I, I, you know, I, and without trying to, without shortchanging it, 
I really think that something like this is like the existence of bees. They exist. They're not necessarily malicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they might get into your beer can or your soda can. Yeah, they might ruin your barbecue. Yeah, they might sting mm -hmm. you. But at the same time, they represent and provide a very necessary thing. Yeah. Whatever that thing is. Like, I know I know we know what bees do. Whatever. Yeah, or, like, or we think we know. The Yule Lads provide, like, a deterrent to, like, kids acting a fool. Like, their mom will come and steal you and eat yeah. you. Like, <laughs> so there's that one, number one. But also, like, what are they saying? You know, snuff your candles, uh, fe feed your animals, and make sure that you do your dishes yeah. right, you know? Just... And then, like, you get a gift from them. And then the Yulakutrin stimulates the economy by eating people who don't have any socks on Christmas Eve. Like, Yeah, just uh, double and triple check that your sausage is tied up tight as it's hanging from the rafters there. <laughs> I, he bugs me. I, I know. I, I, I'm really mad at yeah, Meat Hook. Him and I, know meat I, said hook. It. I know I said it before, but... Mm. Him and damn, damn Meat Hook. But yeah, no, and that's and that's kind of where I wanted to end. I know that this was like fun holiday bullshit, but man, dude. But this is what this is what we do. I need to go to Iceland. I think is where I'm at is because I don't know. Um, no, like 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 full on in Iceland. There's like a like an official religious organization, and now it's going to be my chance to butcher some Icelandic. Um, oh, bitter baby. Asa truarfelagiv. Um, which is, yeah, like, like it, it's, it's like, yeah, like an, an official religion of propitiating these like, uh, sort of Norse gods and the Hildefolk and all that. Um, and, and well, and yeah. the, the other thing that I was going to say about Iceland is, um, this was, uh, I believe I believe primarily in 2018, but maybe even before then, um, and this is going to be like way off into left field, uh, their men's national soccer team like got suddenly like wicked good. And like they had a really good World Cup run. And like okay. you can look this up on, on YouTube as well. Like they're like sort of like sending off um, um, festivity. So like they're like wishing they're they're like like something of like a quarter of the nation assembled to like wish and and like see their men's national soccer team off to the world cup and like they do this thing where like they all clap simultaneously and on this youtube video which i'll send to you later like there's like tens if not hundreds of thousands of icelanders like all clapping in unison and it and and it is it's like close and because of course it's like this little tiny island anyway but it's like this like close-knit community that has a very clear sense of identity a very clear sense of like history and tradition that ah it's it's crazy it, it's so of course it is it, it no it really is so like and it's, of, of course it's it makes weirdly sense cool too and i'm kind of jealous yeah of it. Like, yeah yeah I hate the I, I I love America for the melting pot that mm -hmm. it is, but fuck I hate America for the gigantic like hodgepodge of everything. Well, yeah, and it gets know? kind of watered down. We and need deleted. like Ameri we need American gods. Yeah, and not the Neil not, Gaiman, not the Neil Gaiman because you know I mean? yeah because he's a Brit anyway, and what the hell does he know? <laughs> I mean, American gods is fantastic, True. 
And as long as I've been sipping on this mead, I'm reminded of the line, no, no, mead is a warrior's yeah. drink. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking warrior. God damn right. Fucking A, that's yeah. right. And, and come to my house, you yeah. come, come over here, I'll punch you in the goddamn mouth. Yeah. And, and I think... I'll kick him. And I, and, and, and I think that's exactly it, is it's like, I also love uh, being an American and living in this nation. Like, sure, we got... God knows, like a whole bunch of problems. And yet, I can also sort of imagine what it would be like to be in a community that is as sort of like tightly knit and has that sense of a tradition or heritage or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I bet it's annoying as fuck, though. I... Too sometimes. Well, specifically... Like, oh, Josh, I see, I see you didn't put out your... You're offering to pot to yeah. Shut the fuck up, Gerda. Well, which was the name of the goat yeah. also. And apparently I have one name <laughs> for Icelandic women. But yeah, like, hey, 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 how about you mind your own fucking business? Like, you know how, like, there's that, like, trope of in America, like, overdoing it and or underdoing mm-hmm. it on the Christmas yeah. light side? You know? It's like, oh, say, Josh, I don't think light to is going to like your display this year. Hey. Hey, Greg, go fuck yourself. How about that, huh? I don't think Light of Scaffold's gonna like your fucking gaudy-ass white Jesus, but hey, there he is in the fucking white-ass nativity. There's that. How come you got a hippo with the nativity scene? Hippos are in Africa, bitch, not in the Middle East. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Josh, I think you're being off-color. No, I don't think I am. Shut the fuck up, man. Did you happen to see this gif on, on Reddit? I just saw this today, where it's like, someone driving their car through the suburbs uh, and taking a video of all the Christmas lights. And there's this one house that's like way over the top and the like lights everywhere <laughs> and inflatables and all this stuff. And then the car drives over to the next lot and like it's completely black okay. except for a string of lights that's an arrow pointing to the previous house that has... <laughs> <laughs> Where it is, it's like, look, just just go back. I'm not, I'm not even gonna do that. Um, the other thing I, I was briefly gonna say that I'm that I don't miss about living in a place like Iceland is apparently there's like a government s- sort of sponsored or maybe even mandated um, dating service just to make sure that oh, just to yeah. make sure that you don't end up like marrying your cousin. Because their population's so small that they have to actually keep track of that stuff. So, Josh, the hidden folk, we got the we we all right. We got our, we number one, number one, number one. How you doing? We have our twelve days of Christmas challenge. I we we have slain the tailor. Twas twas but mm-hmm. a scratch from the king of bad cats. We have drank our beers, and those were beers, and we have drank mead, and I'm feeling the better for it. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm oh, pretty I'm, solid. I'm glowing, and I'm I'm. I might drink this fuck. I might finish this bottle tonight. Yeah, well, and, and like, I, I was even gonna say like I'm 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 maybe getting ahead of myself, but I'm feeling even already like a little wistful, maybe even a little sad that we're halfway through our twelve drinks of Christmas challenge, and 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 yeah, and, and like the second it. half is gonna be just as good, if not even better than than the first half. But um, no, I'm 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 glowing. Um, 
I just hope that there's not like a mead mead cup leaker, <laughs> um, like the the 14th Yule lad who licks the remnants from your glass of mead. But um, well, if he is, he's leaving my house empty-handed, sir. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect, perfect. But yes, I think for right now, this is this is probably a great place to uh, bring bring this episode to an end and uh, anticipate all the good things that we have coming up uh, later. Two groups of Christmas jerks, the Kelly Kapowskis, I can't think of their name, <laughs> Kelly Kinstrasnos, whatever, I, I, I can't Something even. like that. You got them, and then you got the Yule Lads, and then the bonus episode of Grilla and Lapaludi, her lazy husband, and the Yulakutrin, the Yule cat who will eat you if you don't wear fresh socks. I have been Mark, I have been, and I shall remain until the foreseeable future, a wizard, and I'm going to be wearing fresh socks. And I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. And yeah, I'm. I'm. I actually need to buy some more socks. I'm actually kind of running low on socks, so maybe I'm going to send you get some on that socks, before. Josh. Oh, well, that would be I should nice. hate for our flourishing podcast to be cut short because <laughs> the Yulukutrin ate you because you didn't have fresh <laughs> socks for Christmas. For, for want of socks, no, perfect. All right, all right. And uh, Mark, how can how can the good listeners follow us on? other forms of media besides uh, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you liked what we had to say, if you took umbrage with what we had to say, I don't give a good goddamn, but uh, drop us a line at gmail.com at Two Wizards Podcast. We are on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C, the number one, because Twitter is weird. You can also find me personally at Marky Stardust on Twitter and Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram. And uh, Josh, you got anything, buddy? Uh, yeah, people can find me individually at Plaid Barbarian on Twitter, and uh, I think I think a good sort of um, um, uh, proposal or challenge to our audiences is um, uh, uh, send us send us a picture of your Christmas socks so that you won't get eaten. Um, your Christmas socks. Yeah, but not in a weird yes. like foot fetish way. We just want to no, make sure that you're not. Fo- no, no, Josh, stop. If it's a weird foot fetish way and you want to do it that way, go ahead and do it. Okay, then send us pictures of your socks. We want to hear from you. <laughs> we we want to hear from you. Also, 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 a final point. One thing I learned tonight, the Icelandic word for hill is clit. <laughs> Holy fuck. You hear, watch that documentary and something, something, clit, something, something, clit, something, something, clit. And it's that hill over there. That's where the hidden folk live. They live in that clit oh, over there. I love hill. it. I love it's it. Clit. So, which it's clit. It's clit. Fucking which, hill. And, and which makes it up. sense. It's also dune. Is also clit. So 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 insert your dune clit jokes. Um, children of clit. Um um um. All all spice must flow through the clit. Okay, I I don't know. I'm good. Frank Herbert's clit. Okay, that's it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. It's clit. Clit is fucking dune. Even today, driving back from Pueblo, saw a fucking hill. Looks at the man and goes, hey, look, check it out. It's a clit. What? Clit Shut blocks clit. view. Enjoy it. <laughs> clit blocks view. Okay, I'm stuck. Good night. We're done. We love you. Good night. <laughs> Take care. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed